All right, welcome back here to J. Tom Lawler Rink in North End over on the campus of Merrimack College. Mike Macknick and John Leahy with you with our score at the end of one. UNH leads Merrimack 2-1. to one. This is the first intermission report brought to you as always by Fuddruckers, an official partner of Merrimack Athletics. Make sure to stop into Fuddruckers for a burger or a delicious salad before or after the next Warrior game. Located down the street from Merrimack at 550 Turnpike Street. They also have locations in Reading and in Salem, New Hampshire. Well, tell you what, talk about a hot team, the Merrimack men's soccer team, 13-2-2, getting ready for the Northeast 10 Conference tournament. Joining us is the Gusto Silva from the men's soccer team, as we mentioned, and uh, Augusto, first of all, a tournament's coming up. You guys are number two seed. Uh, do you know yet who you play? Yeah, um, we're playing St. Rose on uh, Tuesday at 7 p.m. at home. All right, so Tuesday at 7, that's the first round of the tournament, and uh, you guys try and get back to the NCAA tournament, uh, you know, for the second year in a row. Uh, I have to think that after, you know, you had a win, a big win last week against the Southern New Hampshire team that you know has been pretty good, especially been tough to beat at home. You guys go up there and you beat them. We heard the score. Uh, I think it was the Saturday night game during homecoming or whatever. You know, Saturday night at least, not, uh, not homecoming, but uh, while the hockey team was playing here, we got the score there. A very pretty big win. Generally, I guess, considered an upset, but at the same time, you know, you guys having some success against them has to give you a boost heading into the tournament. Oh yeah, for sure. We know that we have to stay focused all season and that's one of our biggest problems that we know we have to beat in the long run. So uh, we went in knowing we had to win to keep up with the rankings. So it was a good win and really big boost for the team and it was good confidence coming into the playoffs. Well, 11 goals for you, 4 assists. You got 26 points. So, you know, leading the league in goals and up there in points as well. Uh, uh, you know, I guess being a senior, I mean, it's the case for any sport, right? You want to lead by example. You want to go out there and you, and you know that it's it's the last year that you'll be playing here in college and you want to set that example and go out there. And, and I don't think there's any question that you've been able to do that this year. Yeah, of course. You know, I know it's my last year and the time flies. It's been the quickest four years. And I know this one, we got to make it count. And there's still a lot of things that we have to do, and we have to keep working hard. And I know being the last year that everything, it's all on the line now, so you're not going to get another chance. So I know how much it, it takes. I know what it takes and uh, how hard we have to work to get there. So we just got to keep going one game at a time. You know, the, the team has had so much success here over the years uh, under, you know, under your coach and, and played so well for so long, yet it seems like under the la uh, uh, over the last couple of years you guys have really stepped it up and taken it to another level with that, you know, those trips to the NCAA tournament and everything. And, and uh, you know, what's, what's been the difference there? You know, how, how have you guys been able to, to, to take the program and raise it to another level? I think the thing is, since I've been here, is what I've really noticed is our team chemistry. We all work hard for each other, and I think that's the key that drives us and what leads us to our success. We know we all we all have to work hard, and we are, we will always work hard for each other. So, and we're a very close knit group. So. That's what really drives us, and I think that's the key to our success. You know, talking about uh, about chemistry, I think you know you have to be able to have have guys that are going to step in when you need to, and, and you've had that recently, right? And Cody Russell stepped in in goal, and you know you had the in injury. What happened, uh, Lucas, your starter? How did he get? To, how did he get? Was it the, uh, the Southern New Hampshire game? What happened in that game? Yeah, it was uh, the Snoo game, and uh, uh, one of our defenders, Julio, they're going for a ball, and they kind of collided together, and they just butt heads with each other. So, yeah, they've been out for the past couple of games, but 
this whole season, we've showed that we've had depth, and there's been other players that have stepped up, freshmen all the way to upperclassmen, and it's just been a total team effort. Like we've been through a lot of injuries this year, especially mid-season and now, and kids have just been stepping up from our freshmen, sophomores, all the way up to the seniors. It's just been a full team effort, and everyone on the team counts, and everyone's just enjoying the ride. You know, you, you guys were playing well before that happened, anyway, in this new game. But, but I mean, does that cause you guys to pull together even more, and you know, everybody else to say, hey, you know, as much as I've been doing, I have to dig deep and find a way to do even a little bit more to help out. Oh yeah, for sure. Especially in a game like that, you know what's at stake, and people just stepped up, and you know, they showed what they could do. And in a game like that, it shows the kind of character our team has. It's really gonna go a long ways in the long run. You're, you're the number two seed. Who, who is the number one seed? Uh, Slew is number one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. So then, if you were to meet in the uh, in the postseason, then you'd go up there again. But at least you know you know that you can win up there. Yeah, of course. Yeah. We know no matter where it is, we know what we have to do. And as long as we stick to our game and do what we have to do and work for each other, we know anything is possible. So no matter the opponent, we just just gotta keep going. The score here: Merrimack and UNH are playing. UNH leads two to one at the end of the first period. I mean, there's a lot of similarities, right? Hockey and soccer. I mean, uh, you have to play strong defense, not generally high scoring. You need good goaltending, etc. Uh, you know, what do you see when you watch a hockey game that makes you feel like, hey, I, I know something about this game. It's similar to the game that I play. Yeah, I watched the first period today, and you know, I come to enjoy the game. It's very fast. You know, there's always a lot of action, and I like how back and forth it is, and anything can happen. And it's very, I don't know, action packed, and I like, I, I like it. It's cool. How'd you get involved in playing soccer? How old were you, were you when you started? Had to be pretty young, I think, right? I'm originally from Portugal, so it's kind of our culture. And, uh, yeah, I started when I was two years old, uh, playing with my family. And then we came here, and that's when I really you know, started picking it up and found my passion for it. Did you have a particular role model in terms of soccer players growing up? Yeah, growing up, I don't know if you guys know, a soccer player named Declan. He's a Portuguese star. He's still my favorite player to this day. And right now, Cristiano Ronaldo, of course, being Portuguese, uh, he's one of my favorite players and really fun to watch. You know, I, I think that here in, in the United States where it's kind of split between sports, right? Football's popular, baseball's popular, and, and uh, you know, and even hockey and basketball to a little bit lesser extent. And I guess auto racing's been picking up as well. Golf, other sports. It's kind of even hard to imagine where, I mean, you go to some of these other countries, Portugal's like that, right? I mean, it's really, I mean, it's, uh, you know, soccer or football, as it is called there, is re really, that's it, right? I mean, that's the big sport, and there really is no number two, right? Yeah, pretty much, you know, especially in Europe and all across the world, soccer is pretty much the number one sport anywhere you go, and it's really just a part of their culture. So, yeah, it's a lot different than here. It's a, kind of a mix of a variety of sports, but it's also cool to watch. As it is, I think that soccer is that much bigger in the United States than it was, you know, say when I was growing up. You're talking like the 1970s and 80s, because now you know there were no programs then for kids, and now there are. I mean, do you guys feel like you know? I'm sure you work with with the younger kids who play, right? You know, being the college kids, you're kind of the role models. Is, is that something where you feel like, hey, there's things about this game that I can help these other kids to love too? Yeah, for sure. Soccer in this, in this country has really developed over the past few years. Even with there's a lot of junior academies developing with professional sports teams and 
a lot of famous players coming into the MLS that's really helping boost that league and making it a lot more popular in this country. So there's a lot more opportunities for it. If there's a, somebody who's listening right now is maybe, you know, they have a young child. I actually do, right? I have, I mean, all four of my kids played soccer this fall. They're nine, six, and the twins are four. What advice do you have for them if they, you know, if, if, if they like soccer and they really want to get into it more? Yeah, basically you can join your local youth teams. That's how I picked up myself. Um, I joined my town teams and you really start to build friendships and you really start to enjoy the sport and that's when you start to really develop your, your skills as you get older. So that's a, always a good place to start. And also club teams that you can join. It's also There's always a lot of opportunities nowadays. I always enjoyed listening to the, the famous soccer announcer, Andreas Cantor. You must know him that with his great goal call. Yeah, the most famous uh, soccer reference, I think, out there. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Uh, growing up, I've always listened to him. He's, of course, he's known for that. Whenever someone scores, he extends that goal <laughs> word for... You know, so it's always it's always famous. Even like people who don't really watch soccer, they always know. Oh, when someone scores goal, so it's really a big thing in, in sports. Yeah, he's a, he's a good guy. All right, Augusto Silva's been our guest here. What, what's your major, and when since you're a senior this year, what are you going to do next year? Yeah, I'm a finance and sports management major. Um, so next year, you know, I don't have anything in set yet, but I'm looking for probably something in the finance industry, and so a job in that field would be good. Well, good luck. You heading to a Halloween party tonight? Uh, you know, maybe a little one. Is, is Halloween big in Portugal? Uh, yeah, I think it's, it's a big thing everywhere. Yeah, yeah Portugal, yeah. Sure. All right, well, dressing up. All right, well, have a good night, and, uh, and, and as well, best of luck Tuesday. St. Rose here, 7 o'clock. Uh, folks want to come down to see the game, so big game, first game of the Northeast 10 tournament. Good luck, guys. All right, thank you very much. Appreciate it. All right, Augusto Silva's been here from the Merrimack men's soccer team. Again, they play Tuesday night against St. Rose, so come on down and support them. A score here at the end of one is UNH2. Merrimack 1, John and I are back with more right after this. This is Warrior Hockey.